welcome to the Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice podcast with Charlotte Foster. Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice is a podcast all about podcasting. My name is Charlotte and I've been podcasting since 2017. Before that, I was in radio. In fact, first time I went live behind a microphone was in 1998. Yes, that was last century. I love listening to podcasts, making podcasts and helping others make podcasts too. All through my business, Charlotte Foster Podcasts. I promise you I am far more creative when it comes to podcasting than I am when it comes to making up names for businesses. Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Turn Up the Volume on Your Voice. I hope you are well. I don't know quite how to answer that question this week because I am well, but everything just feels massively, massively overwhelming right now. Of course, we've got everything that's going on with the pandemic, the lockdown, what tier we're all going to be in. I don't want to go into that too much, but where I am, we're going to be in tier three. What does that mean for us? What does that mean for Christmas? All that sort of stuff is very much on my mind and I'm guessing it's on your mind as well. But on top of that, it's been a fantastic week with loads of stuff happening and not just happening now, but hopefully lots of exciting stuff happening for me in the future. This week, the big focus has been on my podcast planning toolkit, which I was determined to have live on Friday. And guess what? It is. It is live. It is there. It's no longer on pre-sale. So all those weeks you've been listening to me going, the podcast planning toolkit, it's on pre-sale. It's going to be with you soon. It's actually with you now. It is ready to buy and you'll get it downloaded straight away. It is my podcast brain in a download. There's no gore, there's no blood or anything like that. It is a a way of planning your podcast if you've never started a podcast before. So all the all the, all all your why, all of that and then we go to the decide your podcast title, we create a podcast brief together. We then make your podcast title, then we think of the episodes, but we batch them so we can come up with themes for them and then we go into each of the episodes and I give you like the checklists, things you need to be thinking about, all of that and it comes in just in the download of like the sheets side of thing and you also get a video masterclass as well. So it's been a busy week trying to get that sorted. On top of that I had a few last minute work requests to do and I did them, they were great fun, I loved it but everything combined all of that the the you know the outside of work stuff that kind of relates to work a little bit the big projects I had this week and then the extra stuff that has thrown my way just means my head it's like oh all over the place and I've been thrown completely off course now I don't know why but for me to get stuff done I need to have a system in place and very short deadlines Personally, I blame years of working in radio where I had to have things done by a certain time because you can't just put back a news bulletin because it's not ready. Believe you me, I have tried. There's no moving it. Those pips, they don't move for anyone. And of course, there have been times when I was still writing the actual news as I was reading it out. Please don't tell the BBC, although 
I wasn't the only person who used to do that, I promise. And the short deadlines as well. Some days you'd be reading the news bulletins every half an hour, some places, some were 20 minutes. So you really didn't have long to turn stuff around. And it's either the system I work well in because that's the way my brain is wired or 20 odd years of working that way has rewired my brain. I don't know, but that's the way I work. So in a normal week, I say normal, is there any such thing as normal in 2020? I don't know, but this is what I would call my normal week. I use a system known as time blocking. You've probably heard of it, but if you haven't, it's a a way of making sure I get stuff done. Each day has a theme to it. So on Monday, I'll spend a big chunk of the day doing big projects day. So four hours is usually this is what the minimum they say that you want to do. So four hours will be based on what I call my big projects. So generally at the moment, that was my podcast planning toolkit. I'm now going to move on to my next big project. Tuesday and Wednesday is client work day. And then Thursday is my content day. So the day I do all my podcasts and all my content planning around it. Friday is what I like to call mop up day catch up day so catch up with bits and bobs that need to be finished off do some of the business admin such as bookkeeping uh, catch up on the trainings that I have signed up for and not started yet and also try and catch up with people as well so try and have meetings that are not client meetings on on Fridays as well basically it's do as little work as possible or at least that's the theory I don't think I've made it work that way just yet but you know I'm on to it I'm on to it I promise you But with everything being what it was this week, none of my days look like that. And that is when the overwhelm and the feeling of all the tabs are open in my head, two are playing music, some are flashing. And it sets in, it beds down and it absolutely refuses to budge. And once that feeling's in place, it's really hard bring normality back or bring some get yourself grounded and get yourself out of this panic situation and it really to me it feels like a panic and it used to be that in the old days I said the old days I mean like a few months ago used to be that getting my podcast done was the biggest casualty of this it would be never done and because I put it last on the list I've changed that now it always gets done. And that's because I've worked out a few ways to kind of prioritize it a bit. So here is my guide to getting your podcast done when everything, and I mean everything, feels like too much. So the first thing you need to do is stop. I know it's dead simple. Just stop. Yeah, yeah, you know, I can, yeah, I know what you're saying. You're saying, Charlotte, how am I meant to just stop? But honestly, just stop. Shut your laptop down, shut your computer down, turn your phones, everything off. Make a cup of whatever it is you like drinking. Non-alcoholic, preferably at this moment, because we don't want to make things worse for ourselves. So for me, it's either a proper builder's brew, a builder's brew of tea, or a nice peppermint tea. Mm, Yeah, you're with me. Make that, sit down, and just take a minute have a few deep breaths, should be enough to, if not stop, then quieten those noises a little bit so you can hear yourself think again. Like I say, the best thing you can do is switch off your computer and your phone so you don't get distracted. Now, if that is a virtual impossibility, 
put them on to do not disturb instead and turn them over your, your, your phone anyway and then just enjoy the moment of having that cup of tea having that drink whatever it is you're having think about it taste it enjoy that taste and then that moment is there you've quietened all the noise that's going on in your head and you can cope with the rest of the day yeah so number two what we do next now we've had that moment i want you to grab a pen and paper yes we're going old school there's fewer distractions old school and i want you to write down with this pen and paper everything that is in your head that you are thinking about at the moment everything and i mean everything it can be going that you need to go to the supermarket to get milk on the way home from work it can be picking the kids up from school needs doing all the way through to all the work stuff that you've got on everything that is clawing at you for attention and waving and shouting all those taps just put it all down all down it's not it's not to worry about then i want you to pick up that paper and put it to one side because by doing that you've put everything that is in your mind on a piece of paper so you don't need to worry about forgetting it it's there you can just turn it over move it away from where you are which means you've dealt with it for now or you've dealt with it as much as you're going to deal with it but you you've got that comfort of knowing that it's all written down there's nothing to forget okay this is a really good thing for me for clearing my head when I've got loads on. I just do a big old brain dump and go, oh, I can't concentrate on what I'm concentrating on right now because everything else is fighting for attention. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to write everything down. It's in my head, move it away so I can't look at it. I can't be distracted by it. And then I can just crack on with the rest of what I'm doing and I can focus on the one thing that I need to get done. Then what I do so number three in this list of things to do when you feel too much going on it's a snappy title I should I should go into marketing or something shouldn't I the next thing I want you to do is list everything you need to do to get your podcast done I love a list you'll notice I do love a list so for me everything I need to do to get my podcast done is write it record it edit it grab a clip for the audiogram Mix in the intro and the outro. Make the episode artwork. Upload the mixed episode. Write up my show notes. Publish. Publish the blog. Save the audio in Google Drive. I keep things separate. Make the audiogram and prepare at least five social media posts around the content of the podcast. Now, all of those written down, it feels, oh my goodness, that's so much that I've got to do. I'm never going to start. I can't start. I'm not going to start. Let's go make another cup of tea. And while we're out, uh, let's just not even come back. But by breaking it down and I cover up all the bits that I haven't done and I then tick off what I have done. Okay. I love ticking things off when they're completed. So having a list means I can get ticking away and those ticks motivate me to do the next task. So once that list is written, I start working my way through the list but here's the thing that I do. I give myself a deadline. So this mimics the way I used to work in radio. And to make sure I stick to this deadline, I set an alarm on my phone to go off at the time I want it to be done for. So it's a loud alarm. 
that will go off whatever time I think I can do this in. That's that's what I, uh, I set the time for. So having these deadlines and then making them as real as possible forces me to do the work, to not go on Facebook, to not get lost down a YouTube rabbit hole. And it also forces me to accept that done is better than perfect, at least for the first draft. Yes, after the time is up, I am allowed to look over what I've done to make sure it is right. Uh, There's nothing too horrendously badly written by it or anything like that. And if it needs a tweak, then of course I give it a tweak, but not until the time is up. There's no tweaking while my my clock is ticking. That sounds a bit weird. No tweaking while the clock is ticking. I'll be honest, I don't put an alarm on when I'm recording my episode because quite frankly, that would be the most annoying, frustrating thing in the whole world if it went off as I was talking. I do though keep an eye on the clock to make sure I'm not drifting off into faff territory. Now, what I normally do at this point, once I've written and recorded the episode, is I allow myself another brew. I love tea. Just so you know, if you ever get to meet me in real life, I will probably be having a cup of tea. Okay, that's it. Tea is what I was raised and built on. If you see me with a mug in my hand, it will more than likely have tea in it. So I allow myself another brew after recording my podcast, give myself that little reward. But here's the thing. If I don't then crack on with the rest of my list, especially the editing, straight away once I've made that cup of tea, had that little break and then come back, I will put it off and I'll keep putting it off as well. So I have to crack on with it. And it's the same with everything else on that list. I have to crack on with it once I've moved on. Once I've done one thing, I have to move on to the next thing. And if you were thinking earlier, Charlotte, you have a whole day set aside for working on content. Yes, I do, because I like to get it all done in one day. And by having this kind of, this game plan and this breaking things down into smaller chunks, it stops feeling quite so massively overwhelming. And I know it's very easy for me to say, I just write it and I record it and then I edit it. But that is it. You just take the processes down and then tick them off. And for me, that works really, really well. And for me, having that brain dump beforehand, so I'm not distracted by the thought of what am I supposed to be doing later? Oh, did I say I was going to email so-and-so back? I better do that, otherwise I'll forget. That's already there. The I can't forget it because I've dumped it down on a bit of paper. So that really helps me focus. Some other things that I do to make me crack on with things when it all feels too much, um, is do some like oh they're called it's like virtual co-working so there's a website called Focusmate you sign up and then you can book a 50 that's five zero not 15 50 minute session where you virtually work with somebody else so at the start you get matched together and you can see each other on the screen it's not a zoom call but it's a similar type thing so you get matched together on the screen you begin by telling each other what you're hoping to achieve in the session, then I always tend to mute myself and I ask the other people to mute themselves as well. You then crack on with working on what you said you were going to work on. And then at the end, a little alert sound plays, usually makes me jump. And you then tell each other what you did manage to get done. It was a little bit weird working like this to start with. 
my first session, I remember it really, really well. I I was really nervous, funnily enough, about who I might get and how it might be uncomfortable working with my camera on, knowing that someone's watching me. But honestly, once I started and it was going on and all away, I was cooking on gas because I soon realised you're so involved in what you're doing. You're not paying any attention to what they're doing, but you know they're there and you know you have to tell them at the end what you've got done. Now, this utterly, utterly was motivation enough for me to do it. However, though, I get it. I get that maybe the thoughts of random virtual co-working with a stranger could well send you into a little bit of a spin. So here's my solution. Why not try it with friends? Friends who are podcasters, maybe. Set up a Zoom session where you know that you're all going to be working on your podcast together. Tell each other what you want to achieve, set a timer, and then compare notes at the end. What a great way to encourage each other to go forwards and do the work that you know you want to do. So in Janet Murray's membership, which I am a member of, there is also a similar setup available as well. Janet calls them get it done sessions. And if you're in the the membership, you will often see me in the 7am or the 6am ones because they just think they're a great way to start my day and get me started really, really productively as well. So I hope these tips have been useful. I feel right now this week in particular, Lots of people just feel overwhelmed. Lots of people feel that everything is just piling on the pressure. I had a chat with a friend who I went for a walk with the other day. And we were sitting there going, how is it December coming up so quickly? November always goes as a surprise for me. It's always a surprise that November goes so quickly and December is arriving. And you just feel so much pressure. And when I've seen everyone with their Christmas decorations up this weekend as well, it's just felt massively overwhelming and everything feels messy. So I hope these tips have been useful for you. I am actually going to follow my own advice for once Mm -hmm. and I am now looking forward to a much less scatterbrained week ahead. Of course, I would love to hear your tips on how you prioritise your podcast when everything feels messy and overwhelming. Please get in touch with me in all the normal ways. So you can connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm Charlotte Foster Podcast Queen. On Instagram and on Facebook, I am Charlotte Foster Podcasts. And on Twitter, I am at CF Podcasts. And I will be back next week with the podcast. So until then, look after yourselves, stay safe and keep on podcasting. That went a bit strictly at the end, didn't it? Mm-hmm.